morning. Hope everybody's doing okay this evening. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you today, this morning, as we come together to worship Jesus um, together as in one mind, one body, um, get to fellowship together, and uh, just praise the Lord for that today, that we have that opportunity, and he says that we should rejoice in that. Rejoice that we've been given a day today, uh, just to think about him and uh, to live for him, because that's where our joy should be found, um, which is what I would like to talk to us this morning is about joy in the Lord. Um, and I guess if I could title this uh, short little message, it would be being serious about joy, which kind of uh, seems like two things that are at odd against, uh, against each other. But it's not with God, which so many things, his ways versus how the world views things, uh, he flips them upside down. And I believe he does that with joy as well. Um, so I just want to tell you this morning that God wants you to have joy. Um, not just any joy, uh, not just joy that the world can promise you in so many ways that we see on a day-to-day -day basis, but joy that is found in him and in him alone uh, can this joy be found. When you talk to unbelievers or you know, just their mindset, um, and, you know, we should know that because we used to be unbelievers, that when you w would go to mention to them that, that you believe in God and that living for him brings you joy, that just does not compute to an unbeliever. Because to an unbeliever, what you're saying is there's a God. He says this is right, this is wrong, and all of these things that I enjoy to do and love to do, this God is saying they are wrong. And you're telling me that you're living for this God brings you joy. That don't, that don't make sense. It don't, it don't compute. They, they can't see that. And, of course, that's where it's important to understand that we as believers have been given a new heart. Uh, we've been made new creatures. We've been given a new spirit that dwells inside of us. Uh, we have been born again into the kingdom of God. And that changes our desires. That, that takes us from that old way of this used to bring me all my joy. This, these things of the world used to be everything I chased after. And now there's this whole new way to look at things, this whole new amazing belief in this God and that pursuing him now brings me joy that you, you can't make that up and you can't make somebody see that although it would be uh, nice but unfortunately too for some believers um, they, they don't quite grasp the fact that God is for them to have joy in him uh, he, he wants that um, he in a way commands that for us to find joy in him and who he is um, like Brother Israel, in a couple of his sermons, I've heard him say, you know, it's like when you're at a red light, you know, wave at people. You know, when you see people, say hello, be kind. You know, it's just a simple thing. And then I've heard him say a couple of times, smile. And, uh, and it, it's, it's like that. It's like if, if anybody has a reason to be happy, anybody has a reason to have joy, true joy, it's the Christian. 
Uh, it's the one who knows the things about eternal life. Um, it's the one who knows who's created you. It's the one, um, it's the fact that you know the one who loves you most and has a purpose for your life. Um, it, if you can't have joy in that, uh, I don't know where you can find joy. Um, a couple of weeks out of the month, I go and I go to First State Bank and I cash a check for somebody that I do a little bit of work for. And I don't know if any of you go to First State Bank, but do not tell them what I'm about to tell you because I'll find out and I'll hunt you down. But they have this little flippy card and each day of the week, you, it, you know, you flip it and it has a new Bible verse on it. For years now, multiple years, it has been stuck on Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't know if any of you bank there, but I see it every time. And every time I'm going to cash a check, I'm just like, I get to go see that verse. <laughs> and like so many verses in the Bible, it's like, well, that one's my favorite. Oh, now that one's my favorite. Well, I'd like to stand up here and say today, that one's my favorite. Um, I love that. I love that thought that he's going to give me joy and that's going to be my strength in my walk. Because when, th when the world thinks about strength, and sometimes when we think about strength, we think about muscle, uh, we think about working out, uh, being fast, strong. Um, we think about super glue. You know, give me the extra strength. I want the one that's going to hold. Um, we think about someone who's been through a lot, and therefore they, they say, I'm strong-minded. Nothing's going to stand in my way. I'm going to make a goal, and I'm going to go out, and I'm going to make it happen. That person is strong-willed. That person is strong-minded. Um, but our strength is not found in things like that. It's found in our joy for the Lord. That, that's something that only the Lord would think of. Um, and I, I think it's just vital for our walk. So... I'm going to share some scripture, because if you go through scripture and you look for all the times God mentions joy, you'll, it'll, it'll blow your mind uh, how often it's, it's linked to being in him, being found in him, pursuing him, loving him. Um, all the things in our relationship with him, he mentions joy almost every single time. Um, but bef before I go through a few verses, I would like to say that it, it's, it's similar to salvation, because in a sense, because sometimes we think, man, I got to be doing this, 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 and this, and I got to have some kind of, my Christian walk's got to be at a certain level, and then I can have joy. It, you know, I, it's almost like some will say, you've got to be living to a certain standard, and then you can have salvation in the Lord, almost like you're earning your joy, or you're earning your salvation, and it, it's, it's similar in a way, um, because it's, you, you get your joy by your faith. You get your joy from your trust in the Lord and his ways and what he says is true, and your joy comes flowing out of that. And I'm just, I'm just going to try to dive into that for just a moment. But Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So there we see, we get that joy and peace as we trust in him. Um, and this is all throughout scripture. Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. That right hand is Jesus. 
and, and it says, you will fill me with joy in your presence. Not in my presence. You know, not in your own individual presence. Not in your, I'm living up to it. I'm looking eternal or inside at how I'm doing as a Christian, and there I find my joy. It's never going to be that way. Because if you're taking an honest look at yourself in your day-to-day walk, and, and that's where you're going to find your joy, and you're being honest, you're not going to find a lot of joy in that. Um, because our righteousness is filthy rags compared to the holiness of God. You want to focus on Him, His goodness, what He's done for you, what He says is right, what He says is wrong. And in walking in that, that's where joy will overflow from. 1 Peter chapter 1, 8 and 9 says, Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are filled with inexpressible and glorious joy. You are receiving the end results of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So we see you believe in him and are filled with inexpressible, glorious joy. You believe, and he gives you joy. That's fantastic. Um, Psalms 511 says, But let all who take refuge in, in let but let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. So when I see that spread your protection over them, I just see the blood of Jesus just spread over them, washing us clean. And all those who are in that, all those who believe in that and are glad, let them sing for joy. Let's have joy in that. Psalms 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength. There we see the strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise him. Uh, Just a couple more. John gets it. Um, He wants to see see the joy. Uh, Two... 2 John chapter 1, verse 12 says, I have much to write to you, but I, knew to, I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. You know, I could send a text, I could phone call, I could send a little letter, you know, or whatever it may be, but I want to see it. I want to see you have joy in the Lord so it will be complete, done, just he wants that joy. For his fellow brothers and sisters. Luke 15, 7 says, I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. So in heaven, there's rejoicing when someone repents. You think in heaven, joy's, it's maxed out already, right? Like, you're thinking about heaven, they're just full of joy, they're good to go. But there's more joy going on when someone repents. Like, this joy is inexhaustible. It's eternal. It's forever going. Um, That's what he can provide. (laughs) It it truly is. And just to believe upon it, just to trust in it, and then that that overflow um, is how we live our Christian lives. And that's our strength. Um, So, so just want to touch to just for a moment. So, so you're telling me, Kyle, no matter how I live my life, 
I can have joy in the Lord. No matter what I'm doing, I do whatever I want to do, and I can have joy in the Lord. No, that is not what I'm saying this morning. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, um, I don't know who says it because so many pastors quote it, but it says, God is most glorified in me when I am most satisfied in him. So when we are most satisfied in God, that means being most satisfied in his promises, uh, being most satisfied in who, what he says is right, what he says is wrong, and pursuing that, obeying him. Um, what, when we're satisfied that Christ, uh, his finished work, what he's done on the cross so I can be forgiven of my sin, com- satisfies me. That's good. That's good. I trust in that, and that's enough. And that's all I need by faith and faith alone. And I'm good to go. Um, When we're seeing that and that satisfies us, um, the joy should flow from that. Meaning when we're, when our joy comes from the things of the Lord and our joy no longer comes from the things of the world, the things of the world lose their grasp on us because what we're after, what everyone can agree on is happiness, joy. That's what we're all after here. And when it's being found in Christ and who he is and what he said he's done for us and his ways and following him, that brings us joy. That doesn't make sense to the world. That takes us away from the things we think can bring us joy in the world, therefore producing a holy walk. And it's our strength. It strengthens us in our holiness. So it's not, I go do whatever I want. He's going to give me joy. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want the things of God or do you want the things of the world? Um, That's the question you got to ask yourself. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. A strength for witnessing. A strength against sin. A strength against complacency. And a strength against unbelief. I'll just end it with um, while we worship today, uh, while we hear our preaching, while we go and we're taught in Sunday school and uh, being taught the things of the Lord and hoping that it changes us and trusting in him to do his work and and believing he is exactly who he says he is, that he's going to go before us and he's going to get the work done and he's already done the work and um, he loves us more than anybody can love us. And we're just focusing on him. Just remember Psalms 147, verse 11, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. So that hope in his steadfast love, well, how does God love us? He gave his only son, that whosoever believeth in him shall have eternal life, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Trusting in Jesus, hoping in Jesus, And when that happens, it says he takes pleasure in that. So not only is that bringing us joy when we're looking upon Christ today, but that brings God joy. It's just an amazing truth. Um, So I'm just going to pray for us. Uh, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your mercy and your grace and your kindness, kindness that you've showed towards us, Lord. 
we just ask that you go before us, uh, that you do the work that is needed here today. Um, we just, we're trusting in you. We have faith in you, Lord, uh, that you are exactly who you say you are and that you're going to change us here t- today, Lord, and that we're going to bring you honor and glory um, and, and we're going to focus on you. And if anybody here is hurting today, Lord, be their comforter. If anybody here needs conviction, Lord, convict them, Lord. Bring us closer to knowing you today and all the things we do. In Jesus' name we pray.